in Nairobi is killing me, you know, killing me slowly. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Because I've been in a very hot place for a long time. So this is just, I'm suffering. But I will not move anywhere else right now. Because I do not like traveling. Honestly, I don't. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Everything Everything. Like I said, we're back for Horror Story Part 2. Because I live for these things, you know. Or, or I don't. It's just... It's easier to diss people this way because, like, people find themselves in, in these kinds of situations and then they stick around and it's like, okay, so your mental then is, is what your problem is. Anyway, I moved away from Twitter now I'm on Reddit because Reddit is the real place, you know, to be when you're looking for such stories. And um, this one. I almost forgot. I did look up Tom Taylor and he's legit. Like he writes for DC, you know, like DC universe, you know. So anyway, for those of you who are wondering, Tom Taylor was our guy from last week who was in a murder cabin and was not leaving because he was there to write, you know. And so we did a whole diss on him the last episode. Anyway, let's move on to... The romantic cabin getaway. Bro, are there even cabins in Africa? Well, let me talk about Kenya. Because <laughs> this is the second story I'm reading about a cabin. And I honestly don't know whether I'd actually go to one. Unless you dared me. But otherwise, there's no way. Like, catch me dead. Because uh, things happen in those cabins. It's like... Cabins are just like, you know, the dwelling place for evil or something, or supernatural things. I can't explain it, but you know what? We're going to go through this one. Um. So this person says, my fiancé and I are from California, and these things are never in Africa. I don't know why. Maybe Africans don't post, but let's move on. <laughs> My fiancé and I are from California, but her family lives in Colorado. And they own a cabin near Pikes Peak, way up in the mountains. Okay. After visiting them, they recommended we go stay at the cabin a few days. In brackets, we are avid hikers and jumped at the opportunity. <laughs> okay. Colorado is very rich in Native American folk legend. Okay. Virtually every place you go used to belong to an indigenous community. And the few of them who remain keep the traditions and stories alive, okay? Pike's Peak is no different. There are enough stories and gift shops to give anyone the sense that the land itself is alive. Um, I don't know if this has anything to do with what is happening, but maybe someone here is from Colorado and could help us connect the dots. Okay, when is this dated, by the way? Six years ago. Okay, so. Faye, that's a weird name. Faye, as in F-A-Y-E, and I are currently at the cabin. It's day four and we were planning on leaving today. Um, But things have gotten very strange around here. And it looks like we're going to be here for a while longer. We have enough food for a winter and the heater is in stellar order. 
but the Wi-Fi is terrible at best and there is virtually no cell reception. Yikes. We feel isolated. I will try to respond to comments, but the internet dips out for hours at a time up here. Yeah, that's such a good thing, right? And you're just still there. The first weird thing that happened was the snow. Okay. There was no snow in the forecast, so we packed light, but on first night here, in brackets, just our luck, a blizzard pounded the whole area. Can I just say that I feel like as a Kenyan and as an African, I don't even know what a weather forecast is. Like, like who is a weather forecast? Like, what's that? I literally, like, have actual conversations with people on over the phone about the weather. But I will literally not listen to, like, a weatherman or a weather woman talk about the weather on TV or, or like, the weather forecast on, on, on my phone or on my computer. Like, what's that? Like, how are you not going to call your grandma and ask her how the weather is because you're going to see her? You know, like, what's wrong with you? As an African, as a Kenyan, that's an actual thing. Like, who's, who's, what's the weather forecast? What's that? Who, who even knows what's that about, you know? Anywho, um, hmm. My little Corolla is basically a brick of ice outside. And there's no way I'm going to try to make the six-mile drive down the mountain to the town. Okay. I blame myself for trusting Colorado in spring. Um, Isn't Colorado where Jean Benet Ramsey was executed? Anyway, after a day in brackets Thursday, of lovely hiking and sightseeing, some really unsettling stuff started happening. Okay. When we returned to the cabin just before dusk, we found an enormous dream catcher dangling from a tree about a dozen yards from the back door. This wasn't the kind you're imagining, the kind you buy from a novelty shop. Yeah, not here. This thing was made from twigs and twine. Okay. And it's about three feet in diameter. Okay. Absolutely humongous. Neither Faye nor I was stupid enough to touch it. Okay. We're veteran horror movie fans, and we know that's how you get cast. Thank you. If the snow melts a bit, I'll get back up there and snap a picture of it and post it here. Okay. That night while we were eating dinner, we had a bunch of noises in the woods outside. Twigs crunching, leaves rustling, etc. This isn't unusual because we saw some elk. I have no idea what an elk is. Um, and deer on our hike. I'm guessing elk is an animal. But the sounds were slow and purposeful. They stopped and started and were rhythmic, like someone was casing the area in a crescent shape around the cabin. Okay. I used my really bright tactical flashlight to look outside from the porch, but there was nothing. Okay. We stayed in all day on Friday and just scuttled, hung out, played some of the board games we brought and some of the Super Nintendo games they had in the cabin. I.e. Donkey Kong Country 2. I have considered stealing it because it's the greatest game ever made. Yeah, from the name I can tell. Donkey Kong. <laughs> Yikes. It snowed again and after dark we started hearing some more noises. Okay. Around 1am, Faye woke me up and told me she was hearing a voice outside. 
I strained to listen and I thought I could make out the sound of a man crying very far away. But his voice was drowned out by the wind so I wasn't absolutely certain of what I heard. Okay. We went back to sleep but again around 4.45am we heard him more distinctly and closer. He sounded like he was calling for help but he would dip into another language that I've never heard before. We called the ranger station at the bottom of the hill using my cell phone and they told us they'd get up there and check it out. We never saw them and I doubt they ever came. Okay. On Saturday, shit got really scary. It snowed again in the morning and I stopped getting service for most of the day. Faye, Faye and I watched movies and tried to Skype with her family but that didn't work. She went to sleep early around 8 while I did some photo editing on my laptop in the living room. She woke up crying hysterically. When I asked her what was wrong, she said she'd had a dream that she was lost in the woods outside and something was following her. I cuddled her until she fell back asleep and eventually I drifted off too. Oh God. Faye woke me up around 1am again. She was absolutely beside herself. I've never seen her so afraid in my life and just the look on her face really unsettled me. She told me that she had the man outside again but she recognized the voice. She was absolutely convinced that it was her grandfather's voice and that he was wandering around outside begging for help. Okay, um, Faye's grandpa died when we were seniors in college four years ago. I told her that she was dreaming but then I had the voice too. Oh my goodness. I never met the guy, so I wouldn't recognize his voice. But it did sound different from the night before. It sounded older. I had to do everything I could to keep her from running off into the woods looking for him. Eventually, she realized that the possibility of it being him was absurd. So we put a movie on at a good volume and fell back asleep. My cell phone wouldn't connect a single call. Sad. Sad. That's not even sad, that's just depressing. Because I would lose my mind. I never met my grandfather from my dad's side. And my grandfather from my mom's side passed away when I was like three or four. So honestly, I have no idea what he sounded like. So basically, I, I don't have an idea of what any of them sounded like. And if I was in this situation, I would lose my mind. Um... So what happened last night, Sunday, was the thing that has sent me over the edge. Essentially, the same thing happened around 1 a.m., at which point I was still awake. Almost expecting the noise to happen, I heard a voice. This time it was a woman's. Oh, goodness. Thankfully, it was distant enough that it didn't wake Faye. I walked into the bathroom and cracked the window open just a tiny bit. The frosty air that came through that crack seemed like a death sentence to me as a Californian. Nobody could survive outside for long in that. Not without serious military-grade winter gear. Okay. And yet someone was wandering around out there, stepping on twigs and crying. Imagine. I'm a reasonable, skeptical, sometimes arrogant agnost. I have no idea what agnost means, but I'm telling you, the voice sounded exactly like my mom's. Yeesh. My mom is alive and well and living in Southern California, so my brain instantly cramped at the sound of her voice out here in the Rocky Mountains. 
I would know my mom's voice anywhere. I think we all would. I mean, yeah. I think sometimes I sound like my mom. Anyway. And I'm telling you, I'm about 90% sure it was hers. Which is way, way too sure to not scare the shit out of me. Okay. I grabbed my light and went outside with a blanket wrapped around me and my hiking boots on. I circled the entire cabin and looked around. There was snow pushed out of the way in a big meandering pattern that snaked in and out of the tree line like someone someone was drunkenly shuffling around maybe they were injured okay and was it like an a type of injury that you will see blood you know anyway the path went right up to the bathroom window and then back into the woods. Each time the voice called out, I shouted, Mom, or who's there? Or who are you? And each time the voice receded further into the woods. I'm pretty certain it was trying to coax me deeper and deeper into the forest away from the cabin. I'm still alive because I'm not an idiot. Okay, I'm not going to die like some dumbass in a bad horror movie. You might die like a smartass in a good horror movie. Okay? I went back inside and made sure we were locked down tight. Since I can't call the ranger station, I'm posting this instead. I will keep you updated. Okay, so he did update us um, on Monday. Um, so he says it's Monday and we got a hold of Faye's dad. The weather is supposed to clear up tomorrow. So he's going to come pick us up in his truck and help get my car down the mountain. I will keep you all informed. Only one more night in this place. I'll try to get some photos up. Okay. Same day, 9.30pm on Monday. I've been able to get online twice today. I wish I knew more about electronics, but I'm a history teacher. So I don't think I can fix the Wi-Fi or predict when it'll work. Hmm. I can send or receive emails and some Reddit posts, but I cannot load some websites or view photos. Okay. Faye hasn't been feeling well since noon. She developed a stomach ache and has been intermittently throwing up. We both ate the same thing and I feel fine, so I'm not sure what it is. She sometimes gets like this when she gets worked up. Okay, although I'm an agnostic stroke atheist. Oh, that's what that means. She is very Catholic. How is that working out for the both of you? And is pretty convinced that something supernatural is going on. No need for alarm at the moment. She does not have a fever and I'm keeping her hydrated and in high spirits. She seems to be on the mend. Went to sleep about 1.5 hours ago. Where's your father-in-law? <laughs> Some noises to report. Cackling stroke repetitive vocalizations in the forest. Probably 100 yards out. Okay. The tree line starts at about 20 yards out. I honestly don't understand yards. I watch a bit of American football, but I still like if you tell me to to like move one yard, I'll look at you like I don't know what that is. Talk to me in kilometers, bro. Anyway, it's not your fault. Um, where was I? The tree line starts at about twenty yards out, so this sound is coming from much deeper. Some movement spotted just behind the tree line at dusk, but could be elk, deer, etc. Couldn't see very much, keeping all the curtains closed, windows locked, furniture in front of the door, in of the front door and back door, and I'm checking on Faye every half hour. Her dad will be here in the late morning to pick us up 
and dig my car out. Another redditor near us pointed out that I am an idiot for not double-checking the weather. You are correct. I promise I'll provide an update as a new post tomorrow. Should anything significant happen? Um, yeah, okay. So apparently that's the end or not. But someone makes a comment here and I have to go through it because it's a long comment. And after reading the comment, someone was like, I'm more scared of, of this comment than the actual story. So this guy is called Navajo. And that's like reading it in Latin, you know, or like it's it's Navajo, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, because, you know, people say Jesus. So like. Think about it from that angle. Navajo, Jesus, you know. So he goes, yo, Navajo here. Um, Although we're not in or from Colorado, it sounds like you're dealing with a chindi or chindi, whatever, in brackets, evil spirit. Okay. You were smart not to take down the dream catcher. That and the snow are blessings from someone or something protecting you from the chindi, chindai. I haven't read the following post, so I'm going off what I've read here. Dream catchers and a traditional one at the sounds of it are very powerful tools used not just for dreams. Y'all heard? Because <laughs> I hope I never come across these things in my life. They are meant to filter out the evil while allowing the good to flow through. The fact that the chindi stays out of the boundary shows the dream catcher is working. Okay. Now the snow. It might seem like a bad thing, but think about it. The snow is keeping you guys indoors at night when this is happening. You are not wandering out for a midnight hike and second-guessing going out to investigate too much. There are probably some old gods watching over you and protecting you. Okay, I mean that's gods with small g and in plural. Okay, okay. Um, Zeus. Next, your girl with the stomach problems. If you can find some local native medicine, get it. From where? Okay, he said he's a history teacher, but it's not like he's a medicine man. Do you get? <laughs> but okay, normally I will tell you to make a sage tea, but I'm not sure if there is anywhere you're at. If there is anywhere you're at, ingesting corn pollen or even a little natural tobacco could also help. You don't want the chindi following you home Sh <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm reading that word wrong it's like shindai whatever finally shindai or chindi or chindai are evil spirits that will try to infect your life to feed off your misery and fear don't go outside or open the windows again oh my goodness i cannot stress this enough you're lucky you're lucky that dream catcher was up keeping it away you do that again when it's calling, you run the risk of it coming in. Stay inside, close all windows and doors, and ignore the bastard till morning. Alright, time to read the next one. Um, what the hell? How do you just read, how do you just say that to people and then like you know, go like okay, next one. Cause now now I'm like, how do how you know I need to know how to make a dream catcher? Because, bro, me, I'm, I'm a very, not even, I'm not even superstitious. I don't know what word to use. It's like, I just believe 
in a lot of things, including God. And when you believe in God, there's death. There's death. Um, evil, you know? Like, it's not just God alone. There's, there's evil lurking somewhere. So, I don't know, I believe in too many things. I think I was telling a friend of mine, there's no way we're the only beings in the in the universe. And there's no way it's just the universe. Because, like, it has to be a multiverse. I know, I know. <laughs> I've watched too much of, of, of DC shows and Marvel shows, but I don't know, it just didn't make sense to me. Anyway... It didn't, it didn't not have to make sense to be right. I might be wrong and that's okay with me. But I feel how I feel, right? And so does everyone else. And on that note, I will catch you in next week's episode. Have a great rest of your day. Week, month, year. You know, have a great time.